good whatever time of day it is you are listening. This is the PNA Podcast Express. This is a Tuesday edition. I have a very special co-host here tonight, my mother, Janet. JC's in the house. Say hi. Hello. All right. Adam is feeling a little bit under the weather. He, he will be just fine. He'll be back as soon as possible, but I'll have a couple different co-hosts this week. And the first and foremost is my mother. Welcome hi, to the podcast. <laughs> This could be interesting. <laughs> this could be very interesting. Hopefully you're going to regale us with stories that, that embarrass me. That's my big hope. Well, that's when you grow up and have kids. That's what you're supposed to do is embarrass them. You're supposed to embarrass them? That's yeah. that's the key right there, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> like I said, a little bit different. I'm producing here tonight and mixing and uh, trying to do my best. It won't be the same quality that Adam gives you, but uh, like I said, I'm going to do my best. He's listening in. And... Uh, We'll see. I don't know. He's probably listening in somehow. Knowing him, he's got us bugged around here. Do you think so? I don't know. Hopefully. Okay. What? Tell me the rules <laughs> of a podcast. <laughs> the rules of the podcast. All right. Funny you should ask. Uh, really, we don't have any rules per se. Um, we can talk about anything. We don't talk about COVID. We don't talk about politics, really. Uh, religion's fine. Religious is open. Religion is open season if you want to talk okay. about that. Usually just stories. Um one of the first things we usually start off with is a segment, uh, what's grinding your gears? Um, for me, just was a tough week last week, and of course, everything kind of spiraled down, and it's really grinded my gears, but we made it through, and here we are producing a podcast tonight. How about you? Any gear grinds lately? Anything terrible happened? Anything bothering you, stuck in your craw? Well, it's amazing. We're camping, and <laughs> it's amazing what people complain about. Right. <laughs> there was a car out in the circle of the campground bothering nobody but somebody has to stop because that car is there and right. complain about it <laughs> they have to stop just, and complain just water. You yeah can, you can give your order on air we do it all the time we're oh, not we we're not highly professional here no oh so we grind our gears do you get bathroom breaks yeah uh, we could take a bathroom <laughs> break you i can enter usually you just say hey i have to use the restroom can you entertain the kids is what i usually say oh is that what you said yeah okay that's very polite I'm like, can you entertain that. the kids while i take I, a bathroom I like restroom that. break? usually i don't have to take one the first episode but the second and third because i sit here and drink some pbrs so oh it's my well. it's my pro i haven't had any yet tonight maybe that's why i'm a little I'm a little nervous i'm not gonna lie well having your mother on would make you nervous <laughs> i don't think it's that I, but maybe i mean I was trying to think of all the things you could say because we're going to have to definitely get into, I have some questions for you, and you don't have to answer them right away. You can think about them. I can think about them. Yeah, one of them is uh, I, I want you to give a terribly embarrassing story that would surprise the listeners that they may not have heard or know about about me growing up. Can I do the basketball one? Yeah, sure. On parents' night? Have you told that one yet? I have yet? not told that one yet. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> so, it's parents' night at basketball at Deckerville High School <laughs> and they're introducing the students or basketball players with their parents and we're standing in line and somebody says to Phil hey how you doing Phil what's up blah 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 and I look at Phil and I said how do you know this person Phil stands there real quiet and he goes never mind mom never mind <laughs> I said Phil how do you know this person and he's going, Mom, really, this is not <laughs> the time. <laughs> so then they introduce us, and we're walking out, and I'm going, Phil, you better tell me right now how you know this person. Right. I mean, in front of everybody. It's parents' night. 
And Phil goes, I took out his mailbox the other day and he caught me, so I had to put it back up. And I'm like, what? I'm standing in front of all these people. And that was the Phil trick. <laughs> all these people, and I'm standing there trying to be like, I am going to smack your head into something because you did that. But he said, don't worry, Mom. Don't worry, Mom. We fixed it. We fixed it. He caught us. We went back. We fixed it. We fixed it. And I'm like, oh, my God. The, the, the best part of that story was we were driving and basically just ripping people's mailboxes off because we were bored kids, you know, in San Lake County, nothing more to do, I guess. Hey, is the limitation on... Statute trying, of limitations yes. is way up on this, so we're good. Okay. Okay. So, so I we want to make sure of that. Yeah, we were harassing people's mailboxes and... Uh, my buddy was t- ripping them off post and I was helping and throwing them in the back of his truck and he was driving with the lights off and we stopped to do something and all of a sudden like we hear a voice behind us hey what are you guys doing and it was the, the person who you, <laughs> we talked to at the, the parents night and he said he looked in the back and says you guys have been busy and his exact quote was I don't give a shit about everybody else's mailbox but if mine's not put back in the next hour I'm going to call the cops so and so. it was put back in, you know, within an hour. <laughs> it sure I'm was. Sure was, but, but it was. That was very uh, quite amusing. And all the places that that has to come out is parents' night. Parents' night, yes. The night you're supposed to be proud of your individual student athlete. Oh, I could have took that flower and shoved it up your nose. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been very warranted. The, the best part was, is my my friend who I was riding with was wearing his varsity jacket, so it's not like you could give a fake name either. Yeah. He's like, well, I see what's on the back of your varsity jacket. I wasn't wearing mine, but, but then the jig was up, so he kind of recognized me anyway. I mean, yeah. oh, not yeah. like I wasn't recognizable or something. You're always recognizable. And I, do, I have no idea why we were doing that. I guess we were just bored. It's what we did. Yeah. We just broke shit and tore shit up, and yeah. I don't know. It just seemed like the right thing to do. Not it, the right thing to do. And, and the other good story is about Grandpa <laughs> and the sap signs. Oh, God. <laughs> That's that's so, fantastic too. That, you haven't told that. Story? I don't think I, I might have, but you can tell it again because people want to hear it from your perspective. I'm My sure. Sp- yes. Your perspective is so, definitely different. Talking about bored boys. <laughs> so, they, it was Phil's birthday, and my birthday's in December, mind you. So it's not like it's good weather no, or anything. No, like December twenty seventh. So it's it's a horrible date to have a birthday. But it really is. I apologize. (laughs) I blame you. But he used, you know, it was over Christmas break. So everybody, you know, everybody was on Christmas break. So we usually had sleepover or whatever. So these boys would go outside and you never knew what they were going to be up to. Probably breaking something or stealing something in this instance. So anyways, they didn't steal anything. But um, (laughs) we didn't. They didn't. But they, apparently they took the top nut out of several stop signs in the area and flipped them down. So my father worked for the road commission. <laughs> and we're all at Sunday dinner sitting around. And my father was a very quiet man. Very quiet. Hardly said anything. Just very respectful. I mean, great man. But anyways, he, in a lull in the conversation... Um, he says, I, this week I had to do a job I've never, ever done before on the road commission. All the years I've been there, I've never, 
ever, I've never even seen this, but I had to go out and fix some stuff. And we're all, that got our attention. We're okay. like, okay. Right. Right. Okay. What'd you have to fix? <laughs> he goes, I don't know, but there was a whole bunch of stop signs out by your house that were flipped over. Somebody took the bolt out and flipped them over, and I had to go and fix them all. I thought Phil was going to crawl under the table. <laughs> so not only would we do that, but we'd redistribute them. Like, we'd put a random stop sign in the middle of some place and just sit and wait. And, you know, I think maybe one out of every five times a car would, like, come up to it and, like, come to a screeching halt. Like, we'd put it where, like, a do not pass sign is, so we'd just swap a room around. And uh, that was our other other famous one when we were bored. But the thing is, is we were really smart kids, but we ma- didn't manage to stray very far away from the house where I lived. And that could be good or bad. Right? <laughs> they usually got busted because they didn't stray too far away from the house. Right. We were always out doing something. We, well, we stayed busy. I guess we didn't have electronics and iPads and the internet then. No. We, we had didn't. to make our, own, make our own danger back then. Oh, no. Nope. We're lucky everybody made it out alive. I know. You really are. And um, speaking of electronics, when oh Atari came out, yes. remember when Atari came out, Phil begged me. My beloved Atari 2600. Yes. Begged me and begged me and begged me for an Atari. I says, they have no educational value. Yeah, you <laughs> educational give, value. If you give me three good reasons <laughs> why you should have an Atari, then I will get you an Atari. Tell me the reasons. Do you remember? One was I, I claimed it would increase hand-eye coordination. Yes, that was one. Uh, and um, I think you said you could focus right. better. I could, it would improve my focus, focus, yes. And there was one more. Gosh, I can't remember the third one. But yeah, it was definitely focus, hand-eye coordination. I don't know, being on the cutting edge of technology, I don't want to be the kid left behind. I know, but we had a computer. Right, Nobody we did, we did. Computer. We had a computer, and he always played you know, Madden on the computer. <laughs> Those great big old floppy 10-inch discs or whatever <laughs> they, they were. were. massive and the graphics were terrible and the game wasn't great, but yeah. I still played that thing for hours and hours and hours. Yeah. I'd sit up there and throw on music and just play for hours. That and Magic Johnson basketball, too. Yeah, he that didn't age well. That did keep his <laughs> eye-hand coordination going and his focus. And um, then it was funny because our neighbor boy had one. Right. Bobby. Bobby. <laughs> he had a I Sega call- Genesis, though. Oh, he had wow. something a little better. And my nickname was Bobby, forgive me, but it was Booby. Booby, right. For Bobby. <laughs> Booby for Bobby. Booby for Bobby. So Bobby decided, um, Phil decided he, he wanted to prove to me he should have one of these. So <laughs> he had Bobby bring down his. Right. As a trial basis. We're like, yeah, for a couple days or something like that. <laughs> it drove me crazy. I couldn't get Phil's attention for anything. He was glued to that thing, and he would have been doing it 24-7. So about two days into this, right? Booby comes walking down the road. And I said, Booby, come get your... I yelled out the window, Booby, come get your game thing. Come get it now. Run, 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 come get it, or I'm, I'm going to throw it out the window. Throw it out the window, I remember that. He just. I've never seen that kid move so fast. <laughs> He wasn't a small boy either. No, but he, he did. He, he moved. He, he triple shuffled when he, he heard, I'm going to throw it out the window. Yeah. Uh, sorry, so, Bobby. Sorry. Sorry, Bobby. You, you got your Bobby. Sega Genesis back, though. You did. And I didn't throw it out It the didn't window. get thrown out the window, no. It was a it was You a made it in threat, time. Though. You made it in time. <laughs> if you didn't pick up the pace, though, it would have been in question, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> that shit might have been going out the window. 
<laughs> Unapologetically. Oh, Unapologetically. <laughs> Out the window. Sorry, Bobby. I was kind of a mean mom, wasn't I? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Have you heard stuff? Do you know no. other? Oh, my God. <laughs> I was kind of a mean mom. No. It was no, just not at it all. was not. <laughs> I mean, this is why you're where you're at now, because you didn't have one of them silly games and had your head stuck up at it. And now I just sit in front of a, a couple screens and talk on a microphone, so there we go. So that's Big okay. improvement, I guess. You know, now you can handle it. Now I can handle Now I can focus. Sometimes. <laughs> actually, the listeners know. There are 230 episodes in. Like, sometimes Phil cannot focus. focus. <laughs> and he's squirrel. not on meds. <laughs> no, no, I'm not on meds either. He's not on meds. Thought about that. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, maybe I should go back. And I'm like, nah, I don't want to subject myself no, to that. Absolutely not. Made me feel like a zombie. So a lot of times I just, you just meander through life and every day's the same. For me, how, the way I explain it is when I was on antidepressants, it took the, the bandwidth of what life is, the highs and the lows. And right now I'm holding my, my hands about a foot apart. And what it did is it condensed them down to about a one inch, one to two inch band where everything fit right into that. So even if something was really, really good, the high didn't feel as good. No, and if something's doesn't. really, really low, obviously that's the good edge it takes off. Yes. But, but it, they, they didn't work for me because I felt it stifled my creativity. I felt it was, I was just a zombie going through life. Yeah, and really. you were. And I, and did, I did that like for years. It. I was on them for nine or ten years, yeah. And I did not like it. Which, uh, incidentally, I was married for ten years, so do the math, everybody. Yeah, yeah. really do the you math. You can read between the lines on that one. We won't go into that one. <laughs> We could. We don't want to talk about that. We huh? don't want to talk about that. That's done and over, and thank you, Lord. Years in the past. Years in the past. Going to be, what, seven years this September since I got divorced. Isn't that <sighs> Hallelujah. crazy? Hallelujah. I don't know if li- life's definitely gotten, life's gotten better. It has. But I can't complain too much about it. I mean, I, I wouldn't trade Ben and Natalie for well. anything. They're, They're two of the kids. best kids you could ever have in the world. So They really are. Listeners, they are good kids. They're always polite. They're always asking me if they can help in the kitchen. Right. I mean, um, they really are great kids. I am very I think blessed. So. I'm very proud of what they've become. But it didn't happen by accident either. No. But she, my ex-wife is, is a good mother to them, too. She has her hang-ups like we all <clears> do, but... But for the most part, <laughs> sorry, glad you weren't taking a drink when I said that, Mother. I'd have to be cleaning up some equipment right now. <laughs> uh, there was no love lost between us. Not, yeah, so here's the thing that I should have known. I mean, amongst the, the, the hundreds, not hundreds, dozens of red flags, um, my mother and my ex-wife never, ever got along, even before we got married. And my mom loves everyone. Like... Normally, my in for people around here, because my mother's been teaching at the Career Center for years and years and years, is she goes by JC. You're JC's son, and that's always been my in, almost Miss, everywhere. Miss yep. J. Yep. Miss J, I think it was. Yeah. That's always been my in with a lot of younger people. Yeah. It's like, oh, that's your mom. That's awesome. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> she's all right. Yeah, she's all right. <laughs> she's but, all right. Um, she didn't throw much of my shit out the window. No, not yet. <laughs> Just threatened I'm clean. to. Just threatened to. <laughs> Just threatened to. <laughs> And he ran like that chubby little boy down the road. Just don't chubby, do chubby dog. All the don't cheeks just flopping in the breeze. <laughs> don't do it. No. no, I'll be right there. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know of any other. I, w- I was telling the story about dad being on the road commission. Uh-huh. And how you had the car sideways. Right. And, you know, Phil, we just don't try to get in the driveway a little bit. Oh backup. Do they know about my driveway? No, they don't. So this oh. is the worst design ever. Engineering the, genius. The house is on top of a hill. 
and the hill proceeds to go up from the road. So what they did when they did put in this driveway is they dug out each side for probably about three or four feet, and it increases up, ramps up. Mm-hmm. But there's two mounds on each side of it. So what does that do when the, the wind and the snow blows? It fills right in completely. Oh, it's a mess. I mean, drifts over my head right. sometimes. Oh, I know. I've shoveled that thing quite yes, a few times. so have I. Ugh, gross. And, uh, thank you, Kurt Schubel, for always being there to help me shovel out. There you go. Um, anyways, instead of just getting into the driveway and going, hey, let's leave the car till morning. I have a very determined spirit. <laughs> so he tries to get in and in and in and in. Somehow he got the car sideways. Right. So here comes my dad down the road with the plow truck. Because they have to, you know, the rule is they have to clear off um, 25 U.S. roads and then M roads and then... Right. They have a hierarchy of roads that they clear, yeah. So he would came down and he stopped. He said, what's going on here? And I said, well, Phil's stuck in the road. (laughs) You're going to give him a little, you know, tug with your... Nope. Can't Can't do do it. it. Can't do it. Can't do it. (laughs) It's it's in the rules. Can't do it. Can't do it. Grandpa, the one thing he was, he was yeah. always a stickler for that stuff. He was. He, he, he wouldn't even go around my driveway. No. No. He just he, said, I can't do it. You know, and <laughs> that's the number one thing that really burned me is uh, when I worked for the road commission for a summer, uh, Grandpa had retired, but he uh, still a lot, uh, quite a few of the guys that still worked there with him were there. Mm-hmm. And they would say things like tease because what would Grandpa do every day? He packed his lunch every day and every yes. day he read his Bible I know. at lunchtime. Yep. And they had the audacity to, like, poke fun at that. I'm like, well, he's a better man than any of you will ever be, so don't worry about it. And the thing of it is, later in years, you know, um, he would talk about that and how it never I bothered him, but right. not to the point to anger him. I think that's part of his faith. Yeah. But he did get a lot of ribbing yeah. from the guys. Yeah, he did. He really did. Because he never really fit into their, I mean... A lot of them, you know, cussed like sailors, you know, drank and drank, just lived yeah. that lifestyle. And that was never Grandpa. Grandpa was all about his family, his religion, and his faith. That was it. Yes. So. And, and he was always a very gracious man. Always yes. thanking for everything. Everything you did for Grandpa, you got to thank you from. So it's a good lesson because people, uh, my feeling is people don't thank enough. I agree. I try to as much as I can. Everybody and for an- anything. If someone helps me, does anything for me, I try to always oh, say thank you. Always. And i that's one of my things. You have to appreciate people. Right. Um, Absolutely. It goes a long ways. I tell, it does. I drill that into the kids left and right, and they always thank everyone. Please and thank you. Please, Please and, and thank, thank you, and you. always take a moment and ask someone how their day is or tell them to have a good day. One yes. of the two. It you goes know. a long, long ways. You know, drive throughs Yeah, These everything. These people hear so much crap in a day. <laughs> You know, and it's always just thank them because right. you wouldn't be getting your food. That's right. If they weren't there working. That's right. And a lot of people complain about that. I'm like, well, do you want to do that job? No. Well, then you yeah. have no room to talk. Then. Absolutely not. Yeah. I know the other day I was going through a drive through and it took forever. And it was so slow. And I got up there and the woman working handed me my food and I just said, thank you. Have a good day. And she looked at me in shock because, you know, she was just getting shit from everyone. everyone. Right. And it's not her fault. She's no. taking orders and just handing people their food, taking money, you know. can't remember where I was, but um, it was taking a while. And people, you know, the people were apologizing. I'm sorry, it's taking so long. Right. No, you're trying, you're, a lot of people are short-staffed. Right, absolutely. Think about this. They're short-staffed. Yep. People are doing twice as much 
you know, they get a lot thrown on them. I think probably when they go into fast food, if they go into their shift, they think they're doing one thing and they end up doing two or three things. Yeah. And let's be considerate. Let's thank people for even coming to work. <laughs> yeah, amen to that. Yeah. Thank you for coming to work. Thank you for coming wanting to, to have a job. job. Yes. And, and for doing your food, because if they weren't giving you food, you would do, be doing frozen food or right. making your own. Plus, one thing I learned a long time ago, don't fuck with the people that make your food. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I know that 99.9% of them would never do anything, but there's always yes. still... I've worked in a lot of kitchens, and it's always in the back of your mind if somebody's terrible or a terrible customer yeah. or treating you rude, you're like, mmm. I know. There's <laughs> this whole big be kind mantra right. going around. And I, I really think we need to, because our world, our world is crap right now. <laughs> it's a lot of crap right now. And I think we just need to. There you go. Yeah, we need just need to what? be a little. That's a great drop. Have you heard that? You probably no. haven't heard that one. So, this is actually Bob. This is a take for a commercial he did, and it's supposed to be from your Buck Pull headquarters. But oh. listen to it. Listen here. I'll play it for you right now. From your Buck Pull headquarters. So the story behind this is I'm on my way up to Traverse City when Mikey and I did that game oh my up in Traverse City gosh. for the state finals when Kingston was in the state finals. Um, and I get this text from, from, from Eddie. And he says, whatever you do, he says, do not play that commercial. I repeat, I sent you a new copy. Do not play that commercial because it started like this. From your buckle headquarters. So, the, the, of course, the advertiser heard it on the radio and immediately called the station and says, what the fuck? Like, you oh can't play God. that. And Eddie's telling me, don't play that. Whatever you do, do not play that. And I said, I called him and I said, try and stop me. <laughs> and he flipped out. <laughs> of course, we didn't play it on the Thumb Tailgater broadcast, but I had to keep it and yeah. we made it a drop for the podcast. It's one of my popular drops, actually. So... And somebody... Well, somebody... And then another thing about great about that drop is we were on here... One time, because we bo- we do Bob impressions, both yes. both Adam and oh, I do. Oh, you do? We, I we, guess. Oh, I don't know, Russ. And we do our <laughs> Bob impressions. And somebody's like, well, that's kind of mean that you made that. And I'm like, no, that's actually genuine him. Yeah, he recorded, recorded that. that. <laughs> like, we are not mocking him. And they, they totally changed their tune. They're like, well, I didn't know that. Yeah. Like, no, that's literally him reading copy yes. saying butthole headquarters. From your butthole headquarters. <laughs> Classic. Classic. <laughs> what else we got on here? Not so funny meow, is it? Not so funny meow, is it? That's a classic. <laughs> this is what Adam plays when I start getting a little dark. When, it, when I start getting a little down, Debbie Downer, get a little bummed, Adam starts playing this. And I, Have you just, ever gone Karen? No. <laughs> Where do they get the What's that? Where do they get the names for these? Like, I don't, Karen's I know are pretty nice. I don't know where that came from, but... I think part of it was it's just kind of one of those generic names, and they're like being a Karen right now, or yeah, uh, you know, we could probably look it up, but I don't know if we we had that kind of time. I guess we do. Do we have? Time? We got all kinds of time. We got oh. nothing but time. We're only twenty three minutes into this. We still got at least another twenty to thirty minutes left to go. Oh my gosh, are you uh, bored yet, everybody? No, they're not bored. They're not bored. Okay. Do you notice there haven't been too many f bombs? Oh, true. Because he's with his mom. So it's being put forth that Karen comes from the even earlier 1990 film Goodfellas, in which one of the characters is named Karen. Whatever the origin of the slang, the name Karen apparently is popularly thought as a generic-seeming name for a middle-aged white woman of a certain generation. Hmm. 
Period. <laughs> that's that's the end of it. Yeah. Period. That's the end of the, what okay. I read. That's what. Well, that is totally interesting. So now, now I you know. know. Yeah, I want to speak to your manager, and it says, "Okay, Karen." Yeah. Karen. Okay, Boomer. Boomer. My kids had the audacity. Natalie said that they to me did. once. Yeah, the okay, Boomer. I know. Jeez. You just straightened them right out. Right? I'm like, wait, whoa, 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 wait a minute. Although, the other day, I, somebody was dropping F-bombs, and I just said, why do you use that word all the time? I mean, they use the F-word for... Well, it's a universal word. You it can is. use it for everything. But, you know, as a noun, as an adjective, as right. a verb, but... And this is the best explanation I've heard so far. All right. They said it gets someone's attention. It really does. And, I mean, one of my favorite terms is, you know, fuck the fucking fuckers if they can't take a fucking joke. <laughs> Whoops, there goes the F-bombs. <laughs> Whoops. There's five of them right in a row for you. <laughs> You're welcome. Now I've hit, the, I've hit the quota for this episode. I think so. I think he's done. What else? What else did I want to talk about? I don't know. Just things. We talked about Adam. Adam. This isn't easy. Come back soon. Jeez. Yeah. I like just is. being able to sit over there and not having to have any worries and just talk. And I don't. I, I'm, and I was sitting here going, is it going to be a f- all Phil night? An all Phil night? Oh, stories about Phil. All Phil. All it's awful. Phil. All Phil. So I even like loaded up the this cue just for Adam. <laughs> this is his specialty to play the fart track in the background when it's <laughs> really uninteresting or boring. I didn't load Are it up because I thought they would. No, no, they're not boring now. But oh. he likes to do this randomly because so he'll just keep it. He found this ten hours of nonstop farting and he'll just leave it on this and then once in a while he'll be over here, just kind of space it and he'll go and just raise one up on you. So that's in, that's for you, Adam, right there. There you go, Adam. I feel better soon, okay? Right. Cause, um, this is yeah. a lot of pressure on me. I don't know. It's a lot of pressure on me. It's a lot of pressure, Adam. What are we, we going to let's. You make this look easy, Adam. You Thank do. you. Yeah. Yes, you do, Adam. What do we want to talk about? I make it seem clumsy. Education? What about it? Yeah, let's talk about education. Let's talk about anything you want to talk about. Talk oh. about. doesn't even have to be funny. It can even be a rant. I don't care. People like rants. They like rants? They love rants. Oh, absolutely. Well, I, I don't want to rant. That's why I have to say I digress a lot. I digress. I digress. Well, and, or end rant. Um, Go ahead. What do you want to talk about? We're going to talk about education because in general um, or well, my education? No. I don't want to talk about you mine. You don't want to talk about yours. No, we can you talk about very mine. Well. We can talk about mine. That's fine. Yes. I mean, Phil Phil is um, if anybody knows, I have three children. There are two others besides <laughs> Phil. I'm the black sheep of the family. Well, um Actually, um, my Phil pulled something one time, and I was really upset about it. And my girlfriend said, you deserve a child from hell because you've got it <laughs> way too good with your two girls. Right. So. Um, Both of my sisters never did anything even remotely against the rules or wrong. Not that we in, know of. In high school that we know of. Penny would be suspect. She'd be the one I'd bet on if it did happen. But Allison, no. no. Allison doesn't even swear. No. And he's tried. I try. Oh. I've tried. I try to oh. get her to swear at me. You, you, they've all heard the story about me not turning on a defroster, giving her a ride to school, oh, and just yes. a little, little space out the window oh, and everything else. She, she, he's, he has, he has tormented Allison <laughs> to get her to swear. He actually got Grandpa to swear. I did. I got Grandpa, Grandpa Bartley to swear once at me, and that's the story. And that's definitely a story I told at his funeral for sure. Yes, <laughs> it, it was. Phil said, "I don't know what you tell." 
Because I wasn't we, there. We were out fishing, I do believe, and something happened. I think I dropped something or something else. And he, I, what did he say? He said, damn it, or something, didn't he? I thought he said, what the hell did you do yeah, that for? Yeah, what the hell did you do that for? That's what he said. What the hell did you do that for? And he immediately had my attention. I'm like, oh. Whoa. What the hell did you, more? What the hell are you doing, is what he said. Yeah. What the hell are you doing? Because yeah. I dropped something. I think I dropped a pole in the water or something. What the hell are you doing? Because I was fucking. Farting, ar- farting around. I was yeah, he did. He yeah. farted around. He, a lot. Yeah, a lot. lot. It, a lot. Part of it was part of an act. Part of it was an adventure. Part of it was because I was bored. But yeah. yeah, I dropped something. And he's like, what the hell are you doing? And I'm like, oh, oh shit. We are in trouble because Grandpa has never swore in his life until now. <laughs> Another famous thing Grandpa would always do because he just wanted his quiet when we were out fishing. And he oh, loved yeah. his fishing. Shh, you'll scare the fish away. Yeah. And I'm like, wait a minute as I got older. That's not true. Yeah. But he just wanted peace and quiet when we were out on that boat on that lake. Well, I can remember when we were kids, because there was five of us in right. the family, and we were like the trailer trash <laughs> right. family, because we had five kids, and we didn't have a ton of money, and we had a big old honking station wagon. Love that station wagon. You know? And it was like, we would go to Port Huron to McDonald's because we'd go shopping and maybe McDonald's once a year. Right. And we couldn't go in because, of no. course, we How could you wrangle five of you little animals? Yeah, we, we weren't be and, you know, we didn't behave probably And let's that face well. it, your siblings, you've got a couple siblings that are very questionable. Yes, this is true. So... Even as adults. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, my dad, the... The station wagon had a rear seat that faced out, which after that, they after years of making those... They called that the rumble seat, didn't they, yes. or something like that? Yeah, it faced but the back. We love that thing. Then they decided that it was dangerous. Because if the car got rear-ended, obviously there's some kids with their legs just basically dangling them right at the back bumper. So, anyways, I can remember watching him come out of McDonald's with so many bags in his hands, he could hardly... <laughs> I don't even think we got drinks because there were so many bags of burgers. Hey, it's just so many burgers. <laughs> and Grandpa's like, well, I just spent $15. I know. $15 will never get back. But that was that 15 back then would be like 80 now. So. I know. And then those kids will eat, and then there'll be a problem again. <laughs> Poor Grandpa. Poor Grandpa. I, should, really. I was never bad to Grandpa, but I, no. I should have spent more time with Grandpa Barley, I feel like. Yeah, he... Just a very interesting man. I learned a lot with him, about him. You know, one of the things I loved, like, he, he suffered from Alzheimer's. And some days he wouldn't even know. He'd call me Jim a lot, which was my uncle, his son. But you could tell the, the things that were pinned in his brain that were the highlights of his life because he would tell those stories crystal clear, even yeah. when his mind was gone. He absolutely loved, loved, loved his time in the military serving in Germany. Yes, he did. And he talked about that so much. Yeah. And the story was consistent every time. Even like months before he passed, when his everything was pretty much gone, he could still pull that. And it's weird how the brain works like that. Like, it is. That it's was pinned strange. as some of the best parts of his life. So he remembered that to the, the end. That was... That. And every time it snowed, he told me the story about um, how on 53, everybody knows this if you're in Salt County. Right. 53, there's an open area there and it's horrible when it blows and snows and we used to get more snow a lot more yeah a lot more global warming um and it would pile up and it he and some other guys had to come and clear that out and it took them all day to clear that out right 
and then he said, you know, by the time they were done, the snow was banked up above the, the telephone poles yes, even. Yes, at times. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy to think about. He's got pictures. Yeah. The slides. Uh, yep, the slides. I have I have the projector. I have the screen. I need to bring, bring them out sometime. You should we used to we used to do that. We could probably load them up, and the kids would well. They'd be interesting. They'd be interested for a few minutes. He was a really Maybe. good photographer. He was. He took some very good pictures. But it used to be on Sunday nights after Mutual of Omaha, <laughs> Wild Kingdom, wasn't that the name? Yes. Yes. Wild Kingdom. Yes. Um, it was it was slide time at our house, and uh, so my dad would get out the pop up screen thing, and it go boom. <laughs> Boom. Because you could never get it up on the lock. It took like three or four times, right? It always took... You had to keep your fingers out of the way so you didn't get your fingers cut off. But but you had to hook it up there, and then you'd get his projector out and load all the slides. In the meantime, my mom would make Jiffy popcorn. Always the Jiffy Pop popcorn, yeah. Even when I was a kid, yeah. Turn the burner on too high and burn the bottom of it. And scorch the bottom of it every freaking time. Thanks, Grandma. And then we'd, we would sit there and we'd watch all the slides and he would give a narrative. Right. A narrative on every slide. So. <laughs> I remember one of the most, like with Grandpa, one of the times I saw him probably the most animated with excitement was we went to one of those father-son banquets at the church because he'd always take me to those yes. when I was a kid. Which you have a meal and then you usually have a guest speaker. Right. Well, this time it sticks in my brain, and this is a very vivid memory. I was probably only maybe eight or nine years old, but the speaker had spent time in Antarctica and had all the slides and all the pictures from his time in Antarctica, like this exposition he was on in Antarctica. And Grandpa just loved that. Like, he ate that up. He thought that was the most interesting thing he'd ever heard. It was cool. I mean, I still remember it. Like, I can picture it. Like, I can close my eyes and remember, like, the vehicles that he showed. Him talking about when you wore, like, four four different gloves. You wore, like, a silk one underneath and then, like, three different layers on top of that. Wow. That did stick in your memory. Oh, yeah. Well, I think it did because Grandpa was so fascinated by it all. Like, afterwards, like, Grandpa walked up and thanked the guy and talked. Like, they talked for five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. So... That's what that that was, Grandpa. That was Grandpa. He was a good man. He just thought that was so amazing. You know, it's cool. You just, you know, and that's another thing. Um, Natalie, Phil's son, the other day, daughter. Uh, daughter so you're sorry. good. You're fine. Um, we always have corrections on this show. Okay, it was a. Natalie is the daughter. Yes. Um, I was going out to the cemetery to um, water the plants, and I drove by Phil's house, saw Ben out, and I said, well, I'm going to stop. So I grabbed, said, hey, Natalie, you want to go out to the cemetery with me? She's like, oh, yeah, okay. But we, we spent time out there, and she didn't know right. a lot of background. No, and I know she talked answers. about that more. So anytime you're going yeah. out there, you could probably take her out there anytime. Yeah. She loves that stuff. Ben, he might, but Natalie's definitely interested in that stuff. Yeah, you know, and... Um, and Kieran, Allison's yep. son, would go out there with me all the time. And now he's like, hey, there's a cemetery. Do you know my great-great-grandpa and grandma are buried in the cemetery? Right. And he's like six or five. There you go. Boop, so, boop, boop. How you doing? That's um, right. Yeah. And it's cool. I, yeah. I, that's, that's, we, we need to. I, I don't think we share our heritage enough. I don't think so either. And I, don't, I know that for me... Uh, for my kids, we, the first six, well, what, five, six years of Natalie's life and nine years of Ben, we weren't around here. We I didn't know, live around yes. here. Eight years, I guess it would be eight years and five. 
we were in Seattle or we were yeah. like we were. and we were totally segregated from the family. Like they don't know anything. Like one of one of my things that I enjoy is the fact that uh, they they remember Grandpa's last birthday that we went to too. Mm-hmm. Grandpa Bartley's because we went to see him in the home and had cake and had balloons and everything. And they remember yeah. that and that's yeah. awesome. That's great that they remember that. So. It is. That'll stick. That's good. That's good stuff. And, you know, I, I remember Great Grandpa Poole very, very well because oh, I was, yeah. what, like he, ele- he 10 or 11 years old when he man. passed away. Yeah. You're very fortunate yeah. to come from the um, legacies that you do. Absolutely. You Absolutely. Really and that's, you can see it in even like my sisters, like how smart they are and everything. Like it's, it's just years of that, of everybody, but not all, not all so smart, but just being good people. Like my sisters are both amazing people. Like they, I don't ever think I've witnessed them being mean to anyone at any point ever. No. Nor would I. No. You know? No. They're very caring people, and, and you have to surround yourself with those type of two people. Oh, I yeah. I guess one thing I've learned no. as and, I age. <laughs> and I talked about that. One of the exercises I went through years ago, I wasn't living the life that I wanted to live, as, as recent as five or six years ago. And uh, what I did was, it's not that I don't, don't like these people or think ill will of them or anything, but I, I realized there was a lot of people that took away from my life or didn't add anything to it and were just, things were negative, negative influences, nothing yeah. positive. It was, what I like to say is it was destructive, not constructive. Absolutely. And, and I quit associating with a lot of those people and I surrounded myself with people who want to do things, constructive people, people like Adam, people like Mikey Smith, you know, people yeah. like Eddie, people that want, like, we share common interests, we want to do things. And they add to your life. Like yes. at the drop of the hat, any of those people would do anything for me. You let anybody on this podcast. That's right. We'll let anybody you. on this podcast. <laughs> Absolutely. I Mike, do you know where I live? I do now. <laughs> just down the road from you. <laughs> she lived down the road a quarter of a mile. She hid there for five years. That's right. Five just years. She was there. <laughs> he said to me, I never look that way when I pull out the driveway. He's like, I'm always going the other way. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I don't know who my neighbors are. I don't have time for that. That's why I have trees around my house. Good to see you, Mike. Mikey McConaughey just stopping in and saying hi. Thanks, man. Good to see you. Bye-bye. You're good. You're good. Thanks. But, yeah, no, it's been a great exercise for me. My life, my environment, everything has been so much better. You have to. Yeah. You have to think about this because negative people... Um, take away right so much from you and it takes a lot of energy a lot of energy and that's wasted and that's wasted energy no you're good wasted energy and uh and drama i don't do drama and that's the one thing that i like certain people have a hard time like what what do you mean there's no drama i'm like i i don't do drama like there's no drama drama in my life no like things are cut and dried and we communicate like adults if we have a problem and then people, another thing that people have a hard time understanding is our family dynamic. Like, like I remember talking to somebody and I'm like, yeah, my sisters are great. I love them. We support each other. And they're mm-hmm. like, that's weird. And I'm like, how is that weird? Isn't that what a family is supposed to do? Yeah. I've been very, very fortunate that you guys all, yeah. um, it's going to be good to have everybody together at the end of the month. Yeah. It's going to be very um, good. Oh, the kids are so, they had such a hard time going back yesterday because yeah. they had... They're, all they could say, and they mentioned it four times when I dropped them off, is, well, in, a, a week, in two weeks we get to spend a whole week with Dad, and it'll be great. I'm like, yeah, it will yeah. be great. And wait you till know. they see the puppy. Oh, my goodness, yeah. They didn't get to meet the puppy. No, they didn't. Yes. Uh, my husband and I adopted, or we have a new family member. Her new name family is Libby. Member. 
she's a golden doodle, a white golden doodle. She's beautiful. And so far, so good, but we've only been in it for seven hours. Oh, my goodness. We're so new into this. Seven hours. Seven hours. T minus seven hours. Wait till you get home. I know. Wes is going to be like, do you know what your puppy did? Yeah. Well, actually, um, he's... She, I had to crate her to come here, and then I have to go back and check. But she wasn't happy about it. Not happy about being in the crate? No. Mm. But she's a sweet dog. And the kids, she's going to be very good with the kids. Yeah. You know, it's so funny because Coda. Coda's a, a purebred uh, husky. Yes. And Coda's a, a beast. Hyper. He's yes. hyper. But he's a good dog. He's, he's a, a good, good dog. dog. He's very good around but the But it's kids. funny because Natalie was, like, petting him, and he was just eating it up. And I'm like, well, he's come a long ways because a couple months ago, he would have just been jumping and jumping and jumping. and He was neutered. I, that's it. I right? know. It calmed him down. I'm sorry, people. <laughs> it's just one of those things you have to do to be a responsible pet owner. <laughs> Well, thankfully, I'm no one's pet. Jeez. Yeah, I know. Yo. Neuter Phil. <laughs> Although I've been thinking about it, but <laughs> I don't know. Jeez, Louise, I'm don't talk about that with your mom. Done having kids. I know. It's a, it's a valid medical procedure. Oh, my goodness. Getting you a vasectomy are. so that way I don't have to worry about it. Not that I'd have to worry, worry about, about it anyway. anyway. Well, yeah. Uh, it's like, what are you telling me? I was O for the Biden administration until recently, so... <laughs> So there you go. There you have it. Mom's like, la, 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 la. There's the one right there. Uh, no, it's, it's good. Life's funny like that. You just keep trucking along. All right. We'll, 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 Are we holding up the show okay, people? <laughs> I wonder that every single episode I do. So you do. Every single episode I do, I'm like, this is not good podcast. And Adam's like, it's fine. It's and then we'll get like 23 that. emails. Eh, that really sucked. Boy, Phil really phoned that one in. Boy, Phil was terrible. Or Phil talks too much. Yeah, people have Phil had the audacity to be like, Phil talks Wait too much. Wait until they hear me. Bye, take care. Because they're going to say, right. they're going to say, I know where Phil Phil's got it from. Phil's mom talks too much. <laughs> I know where Phil got it from. <laughs> <laughs> it's heir apparent now what had happened. It's a genetic. <laughs> I think they want to hear you, though, especially more stories. If you got any more terrible or embarrassing stories about me, even, like, when I was really young, did I ever, sh- like, shit on anything I oh. shouldn't have? Or? No, no, I'm not going to do that. But this is a very cute one. All right, I guess um, cute stories are allowed. Because, and this is a mom, I don't know if he ever figured this out or not, but Phil had a goldfish. Oh, boy. Did you ever figure this out? I don't think so. Okay. Uh-oh, this could oh, be boy. bad. This could be bad. We <laughs> might have some tears. My whole childhood funny. perception just shattered. I know. Just it's going gonna, it's, it's gonna to do that. Alright. From your butthole headquarters. Yeah. There you go. Breaking news from your butthole headquarters. Breaking news. So Phil had goldfish. (laughs) And um and you know, being the mom I am, we gotta keep we have to keep the goldfish um what do they call them? Aquariums. Bowl, fish bowl. I had bowls and aquariums later, but a bowl at that time, a fish bowl bowl at that time. We had a fish bowl. You have to keep it clean. Right. So we would clean the fishbowl, and then we'd put the fishy back in, and the fishy would, Phil would say, oh, look, he's so happy he has, has clean water. And a little <laughs> while later, blah, blah, He's blah, so happy blah, he's swimming upside down. down. <laughs> yes, he would say that. And I'd go, oh, oh shit. crap. We learned so, a valuable lesson here. What you need to do is draw the water hours before... Or, 
before yes. you change it because if you get it too hot or too cold. Yes, they don't like it. No. So you do know this. So this is yeah. going to crush your whole. No, I remember yeah. this whole spiel because I remember telling somebody they had a fish. I'm like, next time you change that water, make sure to draw it like a couple hours before and just let yeah. it sit on the counter. We learned a lesson. We went through quite a few goldfish. Like, why do they keep dying? You're shocking the shit out of them. Come on, man. Well, we just say, oh, it's time to go to fish heaven. You know how you do with little kids. <laughs> So, at this time um, in life, Little House on the Prairie. Oh, Lord. And Allison was such a fan of Little She was House. big into that show. Oh, Just loved it. Little, I'm like, what the? <laughs> so, anyways, Phil is very, we found, you know, we find a little box. Usually a matchbox or something. Matchbox. Yeah. And, and we'd put the fishy in it, and Phil would go out and bury it in the yard. <laughs> and he's out there one day burying one of the fish, and Allison... And she was just the cutest little blonde-haired, curly girl, stood on the deck very solemnly, you know, very, very, very seriously, and started singing, Amazing <laughs> Grace, <laughs> And I'm out there just shoveling away. Da, da. For a brief moment, I felt like I was in Little House on the Prairie. And, 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 and Phil was, you know... Very solemnly <laughs> digging the hole for the fish. And he looks up and she's singing and he just bowed his head and I, kept digging. <laughs> it's true. I'm like, see you later, Goldie, Goldie number 206. <laughs> <laughs> you were a much better fish than 205. You lives two minutes more. <laughs> you lasted a week and a half. Until mom changed your water. I don't know what went wrong. <laughs> Reaching there, it's boiling hot water. Uh, yep, lesson learned, everybody. Goldfish turns pink. You're like, ooh, he's Belly done. Up. <laughs> oh, look, he's, he's doing so, tricks. He's so, he's so happy. He's so happy. He's got, look at him swim fast. He's so happy his water's changed. <laughs> well... We learned a lesson. It, it probably took more repetitions than it should have. Yeah, But we probably. learned a lesson. <laughs> we did. You know, uh, part of parenting. <laughs> but you never tell them that, oops, I think. I think we, a couple. I think, think we did the water. I think, think we killed your fish. Yeah, sorry. Not so funny now, is it? Not so funny now, but it is. <laughs> that was, I just so randomly hit that one, but that was the perfect drop for that right there. <laughs> Not so funny meow, is it? Oh yeah. man, no, yeah. Like I said, we learned it. It took us, it took us a little bit, but oh, I love this one too. Matt, Matt used to be on the show. Not, not Matt Smith. Dude, Matt straight up sucks. He used to play that one a lot for Matt. What about Jet? Jer, Jer, what was the Jer saying? Oh, Jer sucks. Jer sucks. That's still huge. I still say that all the time. It's on every guitar I have. I make a sticker that says Jer sucks. My buddy Jeremy, we call him Jer, and, and we started this big campaign back in. I was in college. I'm like, Jer sucks. Jer sucks. There's no way, two ways around it. It became a big thing. Like, we had t-shirts made and everything else. You did. I you still did. have my Jer sucks t-shirt. It, it was like a national, yeah, national so thing. I want to get stickers made with the original logo. So the Jer sucks on the front was just a mug shot of OJ Simpson. <laughs> and on the back, it was the Atari logo, like the rainbow Atari logo. And then yeah. it just said, instead of Atari below, it said Jer sucks. Yes. You so. did some classic things. <laughs> Semi-creative once in a while. Yes. <laughs> and sometimes it was destructive, and then other times it was constructive. <laughs> like, I still have my Jer Sucks t-shirt. I should probably take a picture of it. Maybe that'll be the cover art for this episode. 
There you go. Cure sucks. But then you got your bomb on it. Yeah, you're right. That doesn't make any sense. No. That makes we'll figure no out sense. some sort of cover art. Although Mom knows best. Mom knows, <laughs> Mom knows best. Mom knows best. So I expect a big bump from people you know, because they'd be like sharing your podcast debut here. Like I know. This, this is really fun. I, I, I guess I do know a lot of people after 25 years in you, education. You know more people than I do. No, that's not true. It isn't true, people. Honestly. <laughs> We we were traveling to my daughter Penny's. Yeah. She lives in Minnesota. Minnesota. And we were over the bridge, and we were at a rest stop, and I came out, and here Phil is in the parking lot talking to somebody. I'm like, you have <laughs> to be kidding me. We go to the Mall of America. Right. And you find somebody that you know. <laughs> and this is 20 years ago. You can't take this It hasn't guy gotten better. Anybody. It hasn't gotten better. <laughs> No, you can't take it anywhere without I, knowing somebody. I was down to North Carolina when I worked for J&K, and all of a sudden I hear Phil. And I'm like, what now? Yeah. And it was somebody from college. But I'm like, huh, that's wild. It Fancy is. meeting you here. I know. <laughs> His Phil. college days were interesting. My college days were very interesting. They were very interesting. Let's talk about that for a little bit Okay, here. we can talk about my college days. Did you ever tell them about your um, balcony? No, no, I've never mentioned that. What? My first year at college, we lived in this apartment, and it was upstairs, and we had a little balcony. And for some reason, somebody dropped off, like, brought us no, a bunch she of... she broke up with her boyfriend. Right, right. And he had given her a bunch of stuffed animals. So, so we had created a diorama on our balcony. They nailed them to the balcony. Nailed them to the balcony, and we had some hanging by nooses. We had fashioned some nooses and, and had hung them. I hope that's politically correct. No, that's fine. Okay. They're stuffed animals. Yeah. They're, little, okay. they're like white and furry pink bears and stuff like they that. They were like fair animals. Right, yeah. you get at the fair. But we had like nailed we had the whole, And nobody, we, I don't think we received any letters from the, the apartment no. complex or anything. No. We, had, we had decorated. I just remember there was a whole line of bears around the rail. Then we had hung a few of them, too, by, by nooses. So I, I came to visit Phil in this <laughs> apartment, and I had somebody with me, and I don't know if they've ever met Phil. <laughs> Have and, you met Phil? And, and it was like, yes, you know, you get to meet my son, Phil, and blah, 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 blah. And we pull up, and there is a whole bunch of people hanging out. And you're like, let me guess, that's where Phil lives. <laughs> hanging out on this balcony with all these stuffed animals. And then I get out of the car and I go, hey, where's Phil? And, they, you know, they were all drinking and they're going, uh, who are you? And who like, are you? Um, I'm Phil's mom. I think probably half of them cleared out of that party pretty they darn quick. They did. It was like, I'm Phil's mom. Bam. Everybody's I, running for I, the door. And I said, no, it's cool, everybody. It's cool. Like Everybody was running for I the wasn't, door. I wasn't drinking then, but there was a lot of underage drinkers there. But I'm like, no, it's cool. Like I know. They thought I was going to be the... The mom that busts everybody. Let me get your name and your number, and I'm gonna call the cops. Right. Boy, they cleared out though. They did. I, I guess I just, can clear a room. You just cleared it. <laughs> we had clear all these room. stuffed animals on the balcony. And I like, what is this? And he's up there, and then he pops out finally after everybody's like scattering. He's like, what's going on? I said, where is Phil? My only where disappointment in this story is I was wearing regular clothes and not a toga at that point. He, yeah. <laughs> I would have That really would have been the cherry on the Sunday right uh, there. <laughs> toga, toga, toga. Real impressive, real impressive for the person that was introducing you to. They're like, what the heck is what going the, on here? Uh, I'm like, well. <laughs> you gotta understand. You gotta understand. So, 
There's an explanation for it. I know there right. is. There is an explanation for it. So one of my other favorite stories, too, from college is with mother is uh, we had my, my graduation. And uh, we, so I graduate. We go out to dinner and everything. And we get back to my house. And the party's already raging. There's probably, what, 30 people at my house oh my just gosh, partying. Yes. And so my girlfriend at the time, Jackie, like she was there with me and she drank that night and she wasn't really a drinker, but she no, hit she it wasn't. hard that night and she ended up throwing up So in my room. So like I had some weights and a few other things. So I just like threw them outside <laughs> and we were standing there the next day and mom stopped by and you're looking out and you're like, and like, what happened there? I'm like, well, somebody threw up and you like yell at me like fell. And I'm like, nope, wasn't me. <laughs> I just, the look on Jackie's face was just like, oh, busted. <laughs> nope, wasn't me. I can handle my liquor. Oh, my gosh. What, I just had, you know, when you get older, you have those thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, they come another, and go. Another funny story about Phil um, <laughs> with college. Yeah, there was quite a few. When you moved into that house, that was, oh. that was part. That was you seven. You telling the story about the guy, your your um, landlord, putting his hand on the burners. Oh yeah. When he got the new oven. Right. Oh, oh that one's working. I'm like, what? Is, what the hell, man? Thank you. Um, <laughs> he turns them all on and he puts his hands on them. <laughs> he had to make sure they were all working. Oh, that's working. That one's working. Oh, ow, that one's working. Like, oh, jeez, come on, guy. I lived in that house for seven years. I know. And it was. It was a flop house, and that was Animal House, because we had parties every every Thursday night and yes. pretty much every weekend night. And, it, you know, here's the mom walking in the house, you know. Stepping over people, laying on the floor. and Well, I never did that. That no, was at quite. my that house. That was at your house. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Oops. Um, anyways, um, and I look up on the, and I'm thinking, oh, look, Phil, you've got a... Um, periodical table on your wall. Right. And then I look at it and go, that's not a periodical table. It's mixology. It was was all mixology and (laughs) booze, yeah. (laughs) It was a table of booze mixology. What what went with where and everything was linked, but it looked like a periodic table. table. (laughs) Good cover. I see you're taking your studies seriously. Wow, Phil, I'm so impressed. Oh, (laughs) wait a minute. Hold on. And then, and then the other thing that I liked was your bathroom, uh-huh. where you had that. Um, what do they call it? It's, it's like, masonite. Yeah, it's the, it's it's like the 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 white. It's like the white, white board material. Yes, it's a wet board. I think they call it. But I gave her. I just put a bunch of uh, dry erase markers in there, and everybody yeah. just wrote on it. And yeah, left messages. Yeah. And the other good thing was your book. That book. That that wall was always full. Oh, the wall of or the wall of quotes. Well, yes, wall, wall of, of quotes. quotes. I had that. So you wouldn't I, let me in there for a long. Time. I need to bring that up to the podcast because you I do. have never brought you that up do. to the podcast. It's like Absolutely. thirty-three pages. I know. Because what we would do is, anytime someone would say something that they're dumb, funny, or outrageously obscure or outrageous, we'd put it on the quote wall. The date. As well as the person who said, said it. it, yeah, and it was it was and filled. it went for five years, yeah, yeah. This room was filled with them, right? Filled with them, just filled with quotes. Yeah, we got to bring. I do need to bring the quote wall quote book up here. You yeah. do, you really, really. And do. I kept it, and that's the only thing that I remember. Mad Dog, bless his heart, he yes. wanted that thing so badly. Yeah, and I'm like, you have everything else already. He had all the pictures. He still has them. I'm sure his mom has them now, but like all the videos and all the pictures throughout all the years. Oh my God, there's video. Oh yeah, we oh. used to do a we used to do a segment called Sandusky After Dark. Oh. And plus, he has the original copy of Every Which Way But in a Corvair, which is a 27-minute feature film that 
starred yours truly as well as Lance and Mad Dog. My God, that's a classic. Right. Every which way but in a Corvair. <laughs> Every which way but a Corvair. We Can't filmed it in the Corvair in his garage <laughs> with Christmas lights and a, and a deer target in the back dash of the car. Good one. I'd love I to watch that, that, though. I'd love to watch. I haven't you, seen it in should, 20 years. You should hook up with Mad Dog's mom. And I, I should not see if they still have a copy of that. Every Which Way But In A Corvair. That was classic. Oh, my God. See, I didn't know See, we've this. always been kind of, I guess, well, we've always been crazy, but semi, semi-creative, semi I guess. Yes. Crazy in a creative way. <laughs> or creative, creative in a crazy way. Creative, creative in a crazy Let's way. switch that up a little I bit. I forgot all about Every Which Way But In A Corvair. I should... Try to get a copy of that. If, if it exists, if I it bet is. you it's gold. Uh, it's, oh I mean, it's probably terrible. It's just us riffing, talking in a Uper accent. Oh, really? Drinking beer, sitting in a Corvair in the garage. With a deer. With a, with deer a deer target. target in the back with Christmas That's lights wrapped around thing. it. Yeah, very much. The Upers were big then. And yes, we were, they were. We were bored. And we filmed it on a VHS camera. And that thing was like the size of a suitcase. And we were talking about the prices of those things. Right? They are like 800 bucks back I in the know. day. You're like, why the fuck? That'd be like two grand now. And you're like, what am I paying 800 bucks for this thing I for? know. And, and, and everybody had to have one. Right. And it's crazy. Just for example, I just went out and bought an action camera that probably has the video quality 20 times better than anything VHS ever did. And it was on sale for forty nine ninety nine. I know. It's, like, it's just crazy how... Yeah. If we would have known then. The technology, right? What we know now. Well, just like I still have that original Olympus camera you got my ex-wife and I for a wedding, wedding present. present. And I still use it. It still does amazing pictures, but nothing like no. now. Because I think it it's like eight, have, eight megapixels or something like that. I still use it. It still takes good pictures, but, but not like now. Like, holy shit, you know? Yeah, this is true. Crazy. It is crazy. Love crazy that camera. Work. I still take it to football games once in a while. I know. It's that Olympus. I had one, but something broke on it. And I still miss my 35 millimeter straight up film, though. Oh. I used to love shooting with film cameras. I used to shoot a lot of pictures with film cameras. I've got one. I know. I'd, I'd go out and do more. My I've favorite, got a lot of lenses. For I too. love, love, love using black and white film. I know. So do I. So nice. Such and, a beautiful and, contrast. And your. Um, Throughout your football career, yeah, I was able to um, get right down on the field. Right. And I had to use a very, I mean, it was like a 1500 or something film to get yeah. with the, the light. Action and and the light. But action. the pictures you took were beautiful. I've got yeah. stacks of them. Yeah. I, one of the cool things you did when I was a senior, and our senior, the seniors had their own hallway of lockers. You had oh, the pyramid yeah. of pictures, pictures and you'd yeah. add to it every week. And everybody couldn't wait to get there. And see the pictures. And then somebody started drawing on them. Yeah. Ruined all the fun. Drawing dicks. I know. Dicks. So we had to take them all down. Right. But it was so cool doing that. And those were great pictures. Everybody loved them. I know. It was. It was football season, too. So we just right. added some every every week after the football games. and That was a lot of fun. My senior year was a lot of fun for football. After that, everything sucked ass. Fuck you, Deckerville. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> Got a little loopy on you there for a second. Yes, he did. Oh, yeah. Well, screw you guys. I'm going home. <laughs> well, now I am home. Crap. Anyway. Yeah, it was good. They were good pictures. They were good memories. That team That team was very yes. close. We were very, very tight-knit. Like, we actually liked each other. I know. Appreciated each other's company. You guys did a lot of things, like, after games. Like, we were go out to the lake and go swimming. <laughs> what? Swimming? 
a lot of people were drinking, but I, I didn't drink it. That, oh. Well, how, that's weird that that was so astounding to Ben, my son, when I yes. talked about that. Like, I, I didn't drink. I, you didn't. I didn't drink until I got to college, and it was well, I was still 20 years old. Did you ever tell about the story about when you were four years old, or do you remember No, that? I don't remember, but you can tell it. I've never told it on the podcast, but yeah, I okay. got... Yeah, go ahead. Well, Phil was the type of kid, as you probably can tell, that... He just had to know everything that was going on. All the time. Busy All body. All the time. Very busy. I mean, we would go out for a, a walk along the, uh, in Port Stanley. In the break wall, yeah. the break wall. And people would be fishing. And by the time we got to the end of the break wall, he knew everybody's first name, what they were fishing for, and what they were catching. And they were all his best friends on the way back. <laughs> so my father-in-law had a bar in his yes. shed. Love you, Harlem. Miss you. Yeah. Yes. Rest in peace, Harlem. Um, and Phil, you know, he would have parties on Saturday night, or somebody would have a party on Saturday night. And then um, Harlem and all his drinking buddies would gather there on Sunday and finish the kegs or what was ever left. Right. So this one Sunday in particular, Phil wandered out there to talk to all the guys. I had to get a, a report on what was going on. I know. He had to know. He had to be in the know, and no, and no, and no. So he came back into the house, and he was acting a little funny, and I'm like, well, what's going on with him? Well, what really got my attention is when he laid on the floor, put his legs up on the refrigerator, <laughs> and started singing happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. And I'm like, have you been drinking Oh, Grandpa gave me some stuff. Oh. <laughs> Kid was smashed. I was drunk. And like that four was, or five years old, yeah. That was the day of your Uncle Jim's open house. Oh, for graduation. For graduation. Oh, so we had to go to the other side of the family, which is, as we pointed out earlier, the religious side of the family. And he was drunk. <laughs> so back in the day, what do you do? You cold shower. Cold shower. He's like, Mom, what are you doing this to me for? Oh, my gosh. And then we get to my mom and dad's house, and he says, my mom's like, is Phil okay? And I said, why? He's really quiet. What is going on with that kid today? And I said, oh, I don't know. I don't know. I know nothing. And then the poor kid comes in a little later, Mom, I've got a headache. And I think that really... Really, yeah. It really stayed with you. I don't think you <laughs> I think it did. Well, and there's part of it. It was, um, for me, the repercussions I always worried about, like, because I had so many friends that got in trouble with it. Yeah. And I was always, and I have so many of my friends' parents that appreciated the fact that I would always drive. So it, it prevented a lot of them from driving right, drunk. And, getting and I would always load everybody up and just say, you're coming with me. You've been drinking. Don't drive. Yeah. I'd get people home. I remember delivering friends that were drunk to their driveway home, hearing their parents just screaming at them, and then looking at me and thanking me, and continue to scream at the kid. <laughs> and and he would get home like three, four o'clock in the morning. I'm like, where the heck have you been? Well, everybody's hungry, so I took him up to Taco Bell. Bad acts. We had to go all the way to I'm like, good grief. That was when gas was cheap and yeah. You could do that. Kind and we of had stuff. fun. And I, I said, like, the the only rule was no open bottles in the car. Yep. If you're drunk, that's fine, but nothing. And we got pulled over a couple times, and I got pulled aside and told, get everybody home. Thank you for what you're doing by even yeah. police officers. Like, I realize that you're, you haven't had a drop to drink, and clearly they have. 
but I'm going to let it skate this time. It goes straight home, you know? Yeah, and then, and then you know, and then he hit 20, almost 21. Almost and 21. It's like, ooh, this isn't bad stuff. Why, how come I'm not participating? <laughs> Rut row. Then he made up for it, and it was not pretty for a while there. <laughs> yeah, I made it through college, though. You made it through college. You made it through, yeah, well, <laughs> thank goodness that now at 43. I think I'm 43, yeah. You think you're 43? I don't know. I don't act like it. But oh, yeah, I'm no. 43. Anyways, he's finally, I can say, probably grown up. Yeah, I kind of grown out of it. I still enjoy having beers, but I don't yeah. get crazy. No. And parents, there is hope. There is hope. <laughs> so. Yeah. There's hope. hope. There is hope. Phil <laughs> is Phil is took the model of there is hope. It took a long time to get here, though, for sure. It definitely wasn't easy. What was that? That's that's you. If you lean, you were looking. You're fine. It's okay. It happens. It's part of the podcast. I thought maybe I hugged somebody and I set off their hearing aid. No, no, that's very similar. That's the same. For my type, hearing aid. I don't same, know. Same type of feedback. <laughs> All right, we can probably get out of here for this episode unless yeah. you have anything else you want to share. We're no, in an hour and five it. minutes, and that's perfectly <gasps> wonderful. We we made it through. So thank you for listening, everybody. <laughs> yes. All right. So we'll sign off. We'll start the song here. Thank you, Mother, for being here. That's my mom, Janet, JC, Miss Janet, joining us tonight. Adam, get better soon. We hope to see you very, very soon. For the PNA Podcast Express, I'm Phil Nickel. Make good choices.